Ta-da. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> still got the magic after all this time. Still, so. still got the magic. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh what my. it is. You know what? As fan will attest, um, what we do here really is magical. Sure. You know, as you said, needs us. The world needs us. It really does. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, Seb, you and I have so many other things we could rather be doing. But hey, we decided to take it upon ourselves to That's try right. and cure the world's ills. That's How right. magnanimous of us. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Gosh, I mean, the world's really lucky to have us, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I think we're we're owed a substantial sum at this point. I mean, they talk about the MasterCard or Visa being priceless. I mean, right. truly, we are. Right. Mm. <laughs> We're the most humble people we know. Just ask us. That too. <laughs> and, and delivering this ad free as well. Yeah, how about that, any, right? Exactly. Fee. I mean, mm. they get all this goodness. You know what, Seth? Normally, we charge hundreds of dollars an hour for our consultative services. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but I mean, the fan gets all this for nothing. For nothing. You could argue that we're probably better qualified for the things we charge money for. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. That's I don't really, know. Is that, that's are, are we really better qualified for the chart that you charge money for? I mean, I don't know. I haven't I haven't listened to all 31 of our podcasts because I was there for them. But I got to think, on the ones I do kind of listen in on, we got some pretty solid stuff here. I don't know. I'm not paying attention to you. <laughs> I just ramble off for an hour. We just go back and forth. I hit, I hit record. I hit publish on Anchor. Done. Done. Yeah, it's a it's called a podcasting. That's how you do it. <laughs> All right. It was funny. It was, um, I was talking with uh, uh, like a coworker today, and who I've shared, you know, the awesomeness of our podcast. She was like, "Hey, I mm-hmm. listened. It was great." She's like, "You know, how do you guys do all that?" I was like, well, one, um, when you say guys, you imply that I am actually having anything to do other than just talking. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, you know, here's my understanding of how the process happens. We log on, Seb hits record, we talk about some stuff, he hits stop, he puts some music at the end, he publishes the anchor, and then like... At the beginning. <laughs> it's not just the end. Wow, you really have not listened. No, I, <laughs> do you even listen to your own podcast? I work in a restaurant, but I refuse to eat my own food. <laughs> I want the people to have it all. That's true. That's right. and, you, and you do put a beginning and an end as well. Beginning as and pithy, an end. And, and, and a pithy, witty um, sort of blur to draw the people in. Um, right. Yes. There, yes. There I, clear, I missed my calling in, in <laughs> advertising if copy. A, if only there was a job in which, you know, writing three sentences of pithy, witty commentary could pay off with thousands of dollars. <laughs> uh, well, if you that? hear of one, let me know. because oh, I, I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> Assuming I tell you, because I will, might keep that job for myself. Unless they're hiring two well, people. If they, can bo- if they can bring us both on set, that's cool. I mean, if they're not a two-person shop, then we shouldn't be bothering <laughs> right. them. It was funny. I, um, years ago, I used to uh, work with a, an individual consultant who you know, talked about you know, building your brand and building your business. And actually, he has some fantastic stuff. He's very you know, well-respected, popular, all that other fun stuff. And he's like, you know... I want a job where I can work for, where I can charge a million dollars an hour and work for one hour a year. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then he said, um, his partner at the time was like, well, yeah, then my partner will just ask me, well, why can't you work two hours a year? Like, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like that twist of, and so it goes, right? Like, no matter how good it is, <laughs> there'll always be requested to do more on that. Uh, that's, so I, I, I'm sorry, um, that's I stepped the on, ultimate in working that, uh, harder that is, or smarter, not harder. Obviously, that is right. You know, well, of course, you, as soon as you charge a million dollars an hour, well, the question is, why aren't you rounding up? Why don't you charge a million and one? <laughs> <laughs> infinity infinity plus one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Infinity times infinity. It is but, definitely uh, the definition of a treadmill. Verbiage, though. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. Did I? Did you no, I, I think I stepped on your verbiage because I was just asking how you've been since it's been since oh, it's been a little while, right? I think it's uh, been a little while. You know, and and I think as you and I say in our text, like the world seems to be. I don't. I think it's this. It doesn't stop. To say the world's going in hell in a handbasket, but you know, you what happens? You and I don't do a podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> and bad stuff happens in the universe. No, this right? is on us. Yeah, sure. clearly, clearly. Uh, but it's um, I'm trying. I was I was trying to look when it's been maybe what two weeks maybe I think two weeks yeah we missed two weeks yeah that's that's okay I mean it goes but I I'd uh I mean the universe has continued to exist so. it is it is you know which is which I should maybe shoot our theory full of holes um, <laughs> it's but, a yeah, strong uh... counter argument. <laughs> It's uh, so I, so I, I'll hop into it with something. Yes, please. Um, so how quickly will the NRA and the GOP quash hmm. any sort of discussion about gun reform after the latest mass shooting oh, in Boulder? Yeah, um, I mean, I I I kind of wonder if there isn't a stronger civil suit. Um, here if somebody wants to take it up because Boulder outlawed assault rifles mm-hmm. um, two years ago. Mm-hmm. The NRA went to court and had it overturned 10 days ago. Mm-hmm. And this shooter bought the gun six days ago. So, you know, I mean, in civil suits, there's, you don't have to prove um, uh, criminal liability, yes. right? It's much like, lower bar. It's much lower, much bar. lower bar. And and man, that seems like a, just a low-hanging fruit of a civil suit to me it it feels like well a couple of things give me pause it's colorado and that's true um, one of our fans does live in colorado and Hmm. that state is far redder than we would like to think outside of denver and boulder and colorado springs right um that's true it's kind of like that pennsylvania joke right it's pittsburgh on one side you know philadelphia yeah alabama in the middle right so right (laughs) <laughs> it's there, there's that um yeah. you know you, you can't ignore the fact that um they said bolbert <laughs> to to congress or at least one one congressional district sent her that is true to congress. That is um, true. i don't you know it, it feels like yeah there might be a civil suit maybe that's maybe they're right. trying to go the dominion path right like if we can't exactly. legislate you out then you know, we'll just sue you out of existence, right? Exactly. I think the NRA well, is- and, and the NRA is, is basically on its last legs in terms of financial resources anyway. So yes. do, do they even have the resources to mount the kind of you know, full-throated defense? Campaign. Yeah. And, and, and can they afford to buy politicians at this point? 
you know, the cost of <laughs> inflation is a son of a bitch, right? <laughs> Politicians cost more now. <laughs> it just, just, I remember the good old days when you could get a candy bar and a politician for 50 cents. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, that's a good point. It's, um, it, it, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's a little bit like Charlie Brown running up to the football. Line. I know, I know, I know. We got to keep trying though. I mean, yeah, this is just, true. This is true. You know, I mean, I, I agree that that past past history would suggest that it's your the answer to your original question is uh, a few days, mm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, but um, man, it, it's just I have to believe that there is some line that we eventually cross that the American public eventually says, okay, that's that's enough. You know, I you hoped it would have been little white children in Sandy Hook. Yeah, you, you would. And I'm, well, I mean, and, and Sandy Hook is, I think, you know, a, a single flashpoint, but clearly there have been, I think, what they, that there was, a, I was looking at the uh, box had a, a great article they talked about, you know, out of 365 days, there's been literally 355 mass shootings yeah. defined, you know, and, and I mean, yeah, admittedly, it's not hundreds of people dying every time, but, you know, in order to qualify for a mass shooting, which I think is something along the lines of multiple targets by a single gunman. Mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. without, who are not necessarily tied to that person. Um, that's right. You know, that happens far more frequently. I think what we're, what we're, far and, that, more. And, and that scared me because now it gets to the point where like, unless there's 10 people shot, like somehow it doesn't, it doesn't get the news. Doesn't like, register, you know, four yeah. people being shot. Eh, you know, that was last week, you know. Well, wasn't, oh, there, wasn't there like a restaurant or a club shooting over the weekend with, I think, four people, yeah. maybe Philly, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that didn't make the news at all because of the the Atlanta shootings and now this, right? I mean, it's like, yeah, it's and I mean, it's gross. It's, it really well. So, so let me ask you this: um, right now, the uh, Democrats control the Senate and the House and the White House. Is it time, or is there now? Should there be a push? And I think this is where we struggle because there's so many things that, you know, should be pushed. But is now the time to push back the ban that says the CDC can't study gun violence. Right. That's that is a key one. I mean, uh, or is it even necessary? Like, do do, do we need a study to show that water is wet? I guess is the question. Yeah, I, I mean, the study may consist of that list that's going around of like, you know, one mass shooting after another where the weapon is the AR-15 over and mm-hmm. over and over and over again, yeah. right? I mean, or or the uh, perennial um, Onion retweet of their uh, article, you know, uh, no one could see this. No, no, no one could have prevented this. This only nation where this occurs on a regular yes. basis. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, mean, I kind of think, you know, back to Sandy Hook, um, hmm we on the left tend to look at that through an emotional lens and go, you know, it's little children you're talking about. Surely, surely that's, everyone has a line where, and that is far on the other side of the line of like, okay, I don't care what my hobby is or what I think our rights are, what, you know, or or what a constitutional argument is. That's just too much. But um, you have to remember you know, the reason that thing happened is um, our good buddy Mitch McConnell and the mm-hmm. rest of his cronies, cronies. and mm-hmm. they don't actually have human feelings, right? They don't they don't feel yeah. things for humans. So yeah. it doesn't really matter how 
horrible that or Marjorie Stoneman David Don, Douglas or or Aurora or Columbine or any of these things are in terms of human suffering and and pain because they don't feel that they don't care about their mm. fellow humans and yeah. in a big way I think that not only um, did Donald Trump you know lose the Senate for the Republicans. It, He's also unmasked them as a group of people who have been pretending to have principles and who don't. Mm. They don't have principles. We've talked about this numerous times on the podcast, and mm-hmm. this is just another instance of that. So really, the answer is, um, I don't care what Republicans think about this issue anymore. Mm. Uh, end, the, mm-hmm. end the filibuster and put in, you know, I mean, at, at the very least, control these deadly weapons at the same level that we do automobiles, right? Like, <laughs> just, just basic, basic common yeah, sense. common sense. Well, I mean, you know, you hear it all the time, common sense, um, you know, common sense gun legislation or common sense gun reform. And, and but if one side clearly does not deal in common sense, Right. Um, we have to stop trying to engage them. I mean, this bipartisan crap has been screwing us up for, you know, decades now. It's yeah. not worth it. Well, it, it's, it's, I think it goes with what you're talking about. It, well, it really is, right? You know, it's the idea that, well, you know, we'll negotiate with this. I mean, but we've seen it time and time again, entitlement reform, immigration reform, you know, gun reform, election reform. Like it's this idea that somehow there's this core of reasonability in the Republican national electoral, um, you know, yeah, body. They're, that they're if we could just, yeah, if we could just strip away the rough parts of them, and I'm sure they'll come to their senses, um, which I seem to remember Joe Biden sort of putting forth as a creature of a much, much different Senate. Yeah. Um, you know, holding out hope. And I think what I'm what I'm a little hopeful of is that I think Joe Biden is pragmatically beginning to understand that he's in a different world. Yeah, um, I agree. I mean, and, he certainly has enough people on his team who know yes. the reality. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I mean, I mean, the fact that Joe Biden even came up, you know, and supported, you know, I think some sort of moderate filibuster reform. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if people realize how huge that is for someone who was in the Senate for what, 36 years, if I remember correctly? Yeah, 37, I think. 37, yeah, yeah, right? Uh, Look at you being all picky with the math. Um, But yeah, the idea that he was in the Senate for a hell of a long time, and even he acknowledges that this needs to happen. I think Dianne Feinstein coming out. Yeah. Um, and articulating yep. that, which I think may be more of a pragmatic political cover her yeah, kind she's of desperate thing, for, as opposed to for, truly. To, yeah, <laughs> she's like, um, um, "Hey, kids, I am super cool and with it still." <laughs> Hello, fellow students. That's right. <laughs> filibuster, um, filibuster that. <laughs> and, and I mean, and even Joe Manchin, right? You know, talking a little bit about yeah. this and and painful. Well, by the way, I'd be fine with that, right? If you just have oh, to yeah. stay on your feet and and continue to talk continuously, okay. Yes. Let's yeah, see well, that. Well, and and this I is where see those and this is where the old guy white makeup of the Senate will definitely hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was talking, I was talking vociferously against the ban, and when I sneezed, I broke my hip. <laughs> <laughs> what what happened? <laughs> I, I'm filibustering and I can't get up. Uh, well, Mitch, you started a filibuster and 30 minutes into it, your hands turned black exactly. and your tongue fell out of your head. 
Right, right. Yeah, that, so I, I like the, I do like the talking filibuster. I also like the idea of 41 senators needing to be on the floor at all times. Yeah. I think my, my problem with the talking Do the damn job. Like it's so there's no 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 consequences for them. It's just there is all you need to do is say I don't want to stop this and okay yeah Uh, I'm filibustering (laughs) and they sound just like that actually that was pretty good I do imagine that that is exactly what you know Tom (laughs) Cotton or Holly or any of those guys sound like (laughs) yeah well done done. but yeah so that's um it's you know and and as someone who has workmates um you know, who live in Colorado, you know, I spent this morning sending out a couple of Slack messages trying to mm. one, remember everybody who's in the Denver or Colorado, like, and, you know, some people are in Denver, some people are, some people were in Boulder, right? Like yeah, I had a co worker who talked about the idea that he had shopped at that store. Yep. I, I have a person on my team. I just talked to her today. She mm-hmm. now lives about 40 miles away, but um, had previously lived in Boulder and that was her local. So, She'd been there many times. I mean, so, and you know, just that, just that whole idea. Maybe your person on your team talked about as well, like the survivor guilt, like there before the grace of God go I, like I just mm-hmm. happen to not need food or to have not gone gone to that store at that time. That's right. And, and maybe you know, Sebastian, maybe that's it. Maybe this idea that the randomness of violence can start to hit. S- suburban red communities mm. right because mm-hmm. i if i if i understand the map of colorado politics correctly you know boulders is pretty blue yeah. but the suburbs around it um are still pretty red and my understanding That's is right. that this happened in one of those kind of red areas and so yeah. well i'm know. certainly encouraged by how seriously they've taken the whole uh, uh coronavirus pandemic <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to sarcasm college, but I think you did. <laughs> it's, uh, um, yeah, it, it's, it's that. I'm, what else? There's, uh, I'm trying to think there's a couple. Oh, oh, oh. So, and, and, and this is, you know, well, varying degrees. I'm sorry, go ahead. You were saying? I was going to say, I mean, um, talking about uh, uh, the, the bar for a civil suit um, mm. and, um, you know, uh, you you said something now that made me think of our good friend who went back to court um, oh. in the defamation case that Dominion is bringing against her. Um, oh, uh, Sidney Powell. Sidney Powell, thank you. <laughs> uh, who said, Your Honor, please, please dismiss these charges because no reasonable human would think that I was trying to make claims of fact. <laughs> That is, so I'm glad, and this is why I like talking to you, Seth, because believe it or not, that was definitely on my list of shit to talk about. Because it, it's not, of course, you know, top of, of level, but the idea. We, we pay attention to the same absurd things, though. I Come know, on. I know. Um, but I mean, in the <laughs> theater of the absurd. You at this point. Yeah, <laughs> in the theater of the absurd, that was today's most absurdiest. <laughs> oh, that was that was yes that was I mean, uh, above and beyond the call of absurdness really i mean kudos kudos, kudos. because i mean the idea that that and i think it goes to something you said before in terms of when we talk about the filibuster the idea that there's no punishment like there's no yeah like it's very easy no skin for, in the game none like it's very easier to go in here and make that claim because there is no punishment for 
making frivolous lawsuits, despite that's right. It's, it's, you know, here's what amazes me. Um, if I go back in time, maybe just a few years, there seemed to be one national political party that was all about tort reform and legal reform because frivolous lawsuits were gumming up right. the works and costing right. companies money. And that's why they were par- pass- passing their prices on to the consumers. And also, you know, the Democrats were the party of slavery. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, don't forget Things that. change, Darius. Do they? Because I thought everything was American Gothic. I thought that, you know, (laughs) once you were a thing, you were that thing for the rest of your life. Um, Yeah, that's so. So going back to what we talked about before in terms of using civil action um, and financial penalties to, you know, really hit companies in their pocketbooks. um, Do do we. Well, one, what are the chances that that gets dismissed? Because now I always have to ask the question where where was the lawsuit filed and which is yeah, hearing it, right? I know. Um, I know. Uh, it's it's Federal Circuit. Um, let me see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is me talking loud to cover the noise of you silently typing. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Can you say mm-hmm, mm-hmm in a more staccato rhythm? Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Free, 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 free. <laughs> Forgot which uh, court filing. Hilarious. It is. Um, it is. Introducing growth. Oh, slot- and there it is. What are you playing with Legos yeah, in the background? Thanks, CNN. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but and, and you know, I don't even, I don't even know. If we need to know the answer, but the fact that we do have to ask where the suit I was know. filed is I think something scary because- Oh, here we go. As yeah, a result, Powell is asking a judge in Washington, D.C. Just to dismiss the case or mm. to allow it to be moved to the federal court in Texas. Texas. I, <laughs> you knew I was only going to go one place. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. I, I don't believe my client can get a fair face. trial in liberal right. D.C., so I'm going to move it That's to right. Texas. That's right. Yes. Um, I'm sorry, my- my client is clearly irrational, so she needs to be tried by a jury of her peers, a fellow <laughs> irrational human being. You know, I, I, we laugh, Seb, but it's only a matter of time before before somebody creeps that in, right? You know, peremptory challenges aren't going to be enough when picking juries, right? Someone's going to take that to its illogical conclusion of a jury of his peers means that this person can only be tried by people who are and like lunatics. That. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if but if so, if I'm a defense lawyer, if I'm a defense attorney, um, sometimes it's about the client that's in front of me, and sometimes it's about the legal concept that I can inject into the mainstream um, that can get me more clients, right? Because you know, as any defense attorney will sure. tell you, a, a defense that doesn't work doesn't mean it won't work all the time. It just didn't work that time. Like you didn't yeah. have the right client for it. And again, if we're taking, um, you know, predictions, I predict that at least one defense attorney for the January 6th, you know, insurrectionists will argue that they can only be tried by people who really understand them. Um, (laughs) That's why they need to have a jury of fellow QAnonans to judge them. Like, but it's, I wish I thought that was too implausible, but we wish, we wish it had less than a 5% chance, and we're yeah. horrified by the fact that it has more. <laughs> yeah. Your Honor, my client doesn't believe in constitutional <laughs> democracy. Yes. How on earth do you expect it to be tried by somebody in a system 
it is of a constitutional democracy. Exactly. Exactly. Itself. Well, I mean, but I mean, you know, we we've seen this before, right? Um, you know, and I know it gets a, a misnomer, but you know, the whole Twinkie defense, um, you know, for the right. person who killed Harvey Milk, right? You know, of course, Dan White. Yeah, yeah, right. People on the outside look at that and be like, "Are you kidding? How did that work?" Oh no, I'm, people on the outside looking at that—that that is yeah. no—it's—it's it's completely non-credible. It has—it's nonsensical. That will never work until it did, right? You know. Yeah. Well, is, yeah. I think you said his name, right? Dan White, if I remember correctly. Dan White. That's right. Yeah. Right. Of course, his name was White. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, not a joke. Not a joke. You know. But I mean, the only thing—the only thing that could have been worse if his name was was like Dan Straight White. Like that would have been the only thing that could, you know, tip it up. But you know that idea of hyphenated, hyphenated. Of course. Be of I wonder course. if somebody's name is Man Straight White. <laughs> Manfred. And, and does he have all of the privilege in the entire world? <laughs> he has it in a bucket by his side that he doles out. Well, maybe his name is Tolman. Tolman Straight White. There you go. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh. But yeah, I mean, the, the idea that Dan White is not in prison right now, if I remember correctly. Um, I think that's correct. No, wait, uh, did he not commit suicide? I think he might commit suicide. Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. I think yeah. he, I, but he, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, Way too course. many Twinkies that day. <laughs> you know? Sorry. That's a bad joke. Incredible. Um, so what else we got? What else, what else is going on? What, what else is on oh. Seb's mind? <laughs> so much. Um, so much. Uh, what was the other? There was another court-related thing, and I was trying to remember. That was I was going to segue from. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh darn it! Um, oh, uh, um, what's his name? Roger Stone. Oh, right. Uh, that the um, they're they're hinting that there is sedition charges coming, not just it's like mm, okay. Uh, yes, I've, yeah, I, so, I did see that. Which. Uh, I mean, that starts to get really sticky. Um, and uh, and um, Roger Stone is, seems to be an unindicted co-conspirator, co-conspirator. in mm-hmm. several indictments. Um, so I think they're coming for him again, which would be delightful and and so overdue. That guy is... <laughs> and deserved. Oh, man. It's just a, just like a filthy hand grenade on the American oh, political no. landscape for... 30, for how many years? years now? Exactly. I think I think he worked for Nixon, if I remember correctly. That's right. Speechwriter. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's got a tattoo of Nixon between his shoulder blades on his back. That's how gross that man is. Yeah, that's. I got you know what for. <laughs> Congratulations, Roger Stone. You have managed to render Seb and Darius speechless. That is the <laughs> that is the. The, the GOP speechless moment of the week. Um, yeah. Look yeah, upon my disgustingness, you might be in despair. <laughs> exactly. Abandon all hope of conversation, any of you who mentioned my name. <laughs> um, yeah, that, so I, I, so I, so here's the question. Is there enough to make sedition charges stick? I have an opinion. Yeah. But let's have a conversation. Okay. okay. Well, start with your opinion, because I, I, I have not looked into these precise legal definitions. So exactly right. So, um, however, not having facts is not going to stop me from offering an opinion. No. Um, <laughs> um, my my concern is that sedition is too much, um, and I think it's one of those words where 
while the actual crimes itself may have been seditious, I think if I, my understanding is that sedition involves establishing some level of intent, right? And I think the intent is, you know, going someplace and rioting and intending to cause havoc is, um, I think, more, you know, inducing a well, riot or mobbing. It, but it, it's it's actually very broadly written, which might be this, um, the, which it? may okay. lead to the same problem as, as what you're saying, which is yeah, right. it's it's, so broadly written that, that you could argue that, well, your honor, anything is sedition or whatever. Yeah. But if, 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 and if, and if anything sedition, then nothing sedition, right? Right. So it's seditious conspiracy, and it's if two or more persons in any state or territory, and there's a bunch of stuff um, mm-hmm. up to like levy war against, you know. But but here's the part: yeah. um, by force to prevent, hinder, or delay the execution of any law of the United States, or by mm-hmm. force to seize, take, or possess any property of the United States contrary to the authority thereof, they shall find each be fined under this title of, of or imprisoned for not more than twenty years or both. So, I mean, <laughs> they definitely tried to hinder or delay execution of any law of the United States. They definitely tried to take possession of any property of the United States. Mm-hmm. Like, those are, I mean, those, those are a hundred percent. Yep. So, so, so <laughs> we I watched mean, it and, on TV. <laughs> yeah, right. We saw this happen live. So, my question is, and maybe this is where uh, my legal definitions um, get jumbled in my small little brain. I thought there was an aspect of intent, or is it inciting the mob that requires? That required some level of intent to know what's says conspire. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know, I don't know enough to, to know what the, you know, how they, uh, what the legal definition of conspire is. Um, but again, I think in a way it, it may be um, too vague. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, a conspiracy is an agreement between two or more persons to commit a crime at some point in the future. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, we were talking about defense lawyers, you know, I'm sure there will be an argument that says, because we, I mean, we've seen it, right? Um, my clients didn't know that they were committing a crime, um, yeah. therefore, they, you know, should be found innocent. Although, you know, clearly anybody will say, you know, innocence of the law is not an excuse for breaking it. Um, but, you know, I'm sure that defense attorneys will hide, well, because this is, you know, such a high profile case, or because this is about sedition, and you know, um, or I think, you know, I think the other defense tactic will just be to blame someone who will never face the consequences, right? They'll just put it on Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> you didn't say how something caught in your throat there. Sebastian, is everything okay? <laughs> no, it yeah, won't no, be right? until that guy's in jail. Um, but you know, uh, so, yeah, so let's right. flip it. I mean, that's, yes. Let's flip it. Let's talk about something great that happened. Um, okay, good. And I think this is not something that was, I think we had talked about it as a positive outcome possibility, but I don't think it had been yet, which is the confirmation of Deb Hamlin as interior secretary. Yes. <laughs> nice. Which I thought um, was huge. Not that huge. I know a large number of Native American people, but the few that I do know, um, I think were just, they, they said for, for, you know, a couple of people I know, one of them talked about the idea that um, for them, it was kind of like their Barack Obama moment. Yeah, for sure. The idea that, you know, you know, little, as they said, you know, little boys and girls on the res can actually grow up and look to the idea that you can become a cabinet secretary. And I thought, and I don't think we should under, 
state how important that was. And I don't think we should understate how critical uh, Murkowski's vote was. Um, hmm. And I don't know the exact numbers in terms of what, it, what the confirmation right. was. Cause I don't think it was 50, 50 with, I think it was like maybe 51, 40, 50, I don't know. But it, I think Murkowski's vote was significant. And I think it also talked about the idea that now, you know, Murkowski, I think is being one, Trump has already said he's going to primary or he's already said he's going to go up and campaign in Alaska, right? Um, yeah, good luck. Yeah, right. Um, you know, and it's like, it's like a, just, whatever, it's like top three or something. It's, it's a, is it open primaries in Alaska? It's, there's some reason why she's pretty safe. Um, a couple of reasons. One, she actually won one of her elections when she was an independent write-in candidate. Right. You know, which is crazy because nobody wins as a write-in candidate. Like, not yeah. even when I ran for student council president in eighth grade did I win as a write-in <laughs> candidate. Like, that's not even a political genius like you. <laughs> I had everything, Seb. I had cupcakes. I had flyers. Um, <laughs> but, but, and, and I you know, no doubt. And I think they do have a, uh, I think they do have, no, you know what it is? Alaska has, I think has ranked choice voting now. Ranked choice. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I think they have ranked choice. So, you know, much like Maine, um, you know, you don't necessarily need to have the power of, you know, a political party behind you. Um, right. I don't know. Do, do, you, do you think she runs as an independent? Do, do you think she leaves the party? No, but I, I mean, my understanding was that you, uh, there's something about the primaries. Maybe there, I don't know if there are, anyway, there was, somebody was saying basically who knows better than I do that mm. there's no chance that she gets primaried. Like it's like, he's welcome to try, but it's mm. a fool's errand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, because she's also delivered, right? You know, she's delivered for Alaska. Yeah, but I think, yeah, yeah. I think her fear is that, the, you know, uh, somebody more, just more popular comes along, but there isn't anybody. I mean, you know, she, she's, probably the most independent Republican in the Senate. Um, she's more independent than Susan Collins pretends to much, be. Much, much, much. So, yeah. so, okay, I'll, I will say the word and much like the movie Candyman, I will not say it three times or Beetlejuice. <laughs> um, Sarah Palin. Is she popular though? I don't know. I, that's the, that's the literally the only name in Alaska politics that I could think of. <laughs> Um, and, and then so, dog that brought the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the grace, well, the grace senator from Alaska, the Malamute, please rise <laughs> and, and put your paw in the Bible. Um, yeah, well, I, and I think, and I think it's less about Palin's popularity as more a combination of Trump's popularity within the Republican Party to tap into somebody who has Alaskan roots and did win a statewide election um, mm. to try and power Mary um, Murkowski. That's, I, I don't think it's a choice that anybody would want to make, but I think it's kind of like that may be the candidate that they're stuck with because I'm not sure who else yeah. um, would even have the gravitas to, to challenge her. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but yes, back to, to, back to, back to, um, back to Halen though. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, aside, I mean, yes, 100%, the personal um, uh, politics are, are incredibly important, but mm -hmm. also not to be overlooked is just the, just the social justice move, right? I mean, like Secretary of the Interior, mm. very symbolic, right? I mm -hmm. mean, she's in charge of the land that we stole from her people, <laughs> from her yeah. ancestors. Yeah. And that, that there's kind of a, like, uh, finally, 
feel to that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. um, that I think is, has, uh, let me put it this way. So like, you know, the, the left is often very polarized between, you know, whatever, I'll use the, like the, the corporate de- Democrats versus the, uh, you know, the, the um, uh, whatever, the tankies, right? The, <laughs> the, com- <laughs> the, the far left progressives, yes, yes. right? Um, I think that Biden naming her, her being confirmed, um, and, you know, and, and going to her confirmation, by the way, in, in traditional Navajo dress, wearing mm. moccasins and a traditional yes. skirt. I think that that actually is the kind of symbolic thing that can help unify us at the personal level. You know, I mean, like, forget about the leaders, Bernie or, or, or uh, you know, uh, or whoever, um, and, and their alliances and stances. I just think that everybody can look at that and go like, that's what we mean by progressivism, right? Mm. That's what we mean by trying to make progress. That's a concrete thing that was overdue for sure. Not enough yeah. for sure, but it is a thing, right? It is it did a step. It yeah. did happen. It is a concrete step. There is now someone uh, in, you know, of indigenous ancestry to, to the, this country who is in charge of a significant part of the policy of this country. And that's a yeah. really good thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is, you're right. You're right. Um, and I, it's, uh, I think it is one of those, and I think I'll go back to, you know, kind of what, you know, some of the of, of native uh, indigenous descent told me like it was it was their Barack moment yeah it was yeah. it was huge oh by the way I, I i did take a quick look um looks like collins graham murkowski and i believe to me um no not to me there's a, a fourth senator um republican who voted for her um mm. But it looks like they had, and I guess because they knew they had the votes, a, whole, uh, a couple of Republicans and a couple of Democrats didn't vote. Um, right, right. But yeah, it, it was, so you have at least three Republicans, two independents. Um, oh, and also that's the one I'm, I'm looking at here, Sullivan from Arkansas, who I didn't even realize was a senator. Um, hmm. That was the fourth one. Interesting. Yeah, so that is, again, a good thing. Not it a is a good thing. thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, for, you know, for the most part, the cabinet uh, confirmations have gone through. Um, yes. And, you know, uh, we've got a pretty good slate of people. I think he's got all the full um, secretaries now. Uh, I believe he does. Um, I think there's I think there's still a little bit on the office of uh, office of OMB, because I think. Uh, yeah, right. Shalanda right. Young was put as the deputy director. And I think there's right. a big push to have her confirm, which I agree as the yes. uh, director. Um, and I think that's kind of the big one that I know that's outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, oh, wait, <laughs> look at this. There's a mute button, Darius. I uh, know. No, wait, <laughs> if there's a mute button coming, you didn't use it when you hit CNN. Boom. <laughs> oh, put some ice on that burn, set. <laughs> Anybody can make that mistake, Darius. Anyone, anyone. By the way, just a, a heads up. You gotta love the internet. It has such a giving soul. Uh, soul. Uh, Shalanda Young confirmed as deputy OMB director will likely become acting chief. Oh, when did that happen? Uh, four hours ago, according to. Uh, wow. Yeah. Nice. According to uh, my news feed here. So look at that. Look at us breaking news for the fan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they say we're not topical. <laughs> 
I only hope I can post this soon enough that someone can find <laughs> yeah. out from the podcast. Indeed, right? You know, the, it's it going to be a close a, thing. Our podcast definitely has a sell-by date. <laughs> it's topical, which is to say mostly stale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, if you're only, when someone says you're doing 50% right, you know that means you're doing 50% wrong, right? You understand <laughs> how the math works. <laughs> Not high re-listenable quality or <laughs> yeah, exactly. character to it. Actually, that's going to be interesting because the internet never forgets. It's going to be, you know what? I would tell you this. Uh, when we hit a year, um, we should go back and just not all 30 episodes because who has time to listen to ourselves again? Oh but my God. I know, right? If only we had that time. Um, but we should <laughs> definitely, and maybe that's what we do, assuming that we're here for multiple years. Every year we should go back to the first podcast we did of that year. Um, <laughs> oh, I like that. And just have like a little reflection of like, oh, this is what we said, you know, 360, 365. So That's interesting. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just throwing stuff out. <laughs> wait you're just making it up pretty much pretty much <laughs> I, thought, I thought you had a plan let me tell you something um oh, i'm lost now <laughs> right i've abandoned all faith and all hope now <laughs> nothing is real up is down dogs and cats sleeping <laughs> together <laughs> and black is white red is blue um no nah, i mean but that's, well, that's gonna that's gonna solve a lot of races yeah, it really is right if, <laughs> and now the law says that i have to change places with somebody wait a minute can i make some law changes before this uh alleged switch is due to take place because there's some things i want to update <laughs> maybe that's um, how we deal with races we just we just freaky friday slash big it all right <laughs> freaky friday racism i tell you what um <laughs> We laugh, but, you know, I think we really should start a track to live magic wand or some sort of genie speak. I guarantee you that it's a love that you spend amount of time as somebody who was oppressed and the victim of being put upon. Um, you really would see it. I mean, you know, obviously adults have this thing called empathy. Uh, but for those who are incapable of that, not and, all adults. <laughs> yeah, hashtag not all adults. That's true. <laughs> very, very true. Um, oh, oh, before before we leave, because although and we have, I think actually the majority of our fans are not in California. Um, talk to me about the Gavin Newsom recall, Seb, and why this is bullshit. But it's still gonna have to happen. <laughs> Because because I, I don't think people outside of California, like, you know, there's this joke that, you know, okay, you recall, you know, a governor and then Arnold Schwarzenegger was your governor. And then, you know, like, it just seems to be a big joke, but there's something insidious and, and nasty behind well, it, which I know you and I can get into. So, so let's dive, shall we? Well, I mean, I think that it's, it's a, uh, um, it's an effort by the right to mm -hmm. um, essentially stage a coup based on unpopular the unpopularity of of COVID. Essentially, mm, <laughs> people yes. are pissed that we had a virus for the last year mm -hmm. and had to do things to try to control it, and so they're hoping that they're willing to take out their frustrations uh, from yes. on on Gavin Newsom, who you know he's not a, a, my favorite guy, but he's he's hasn't done a horrendous job compared to other governors that I could name. Mm, DeSantis. Ah, oh my goodness. Got a little DeSantis in my throat. Which actually now sounds much worse now that I've said it than it did in my head. That sounded much better in my head. 
Um, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope that's not catching. <laughs> Sorry, son. You got the DeSantis. There's nothing we can do for you. <laughs> There's really nothing. <laughs> the only thing do. we can do is make you comfortable in your final days. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wouldn't recommend walking and chewing gum at the same time. You might. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Clearly. You might <laughs> trip um, you and might die. Trip and, yeah, and you, you'll, you'll trip and fall and choke on the gum. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is... But yeah, okay. So I, I I hear you on the uh, the recall. So let's uh, predictions. Um, it's I think it's definitely going to be on the ballot because I know because it's very easy to get things on the ballot. Um, yeah. But I think the National Democratic Party as well as California Democrats can't let this happen, right? Because I think the last time there was a recall, um, he was not necessarily. The chosen one or the in one, right? He, he, right. he I, don't think, I don't think he did enough to kind of cement himself. Um, it was Gray, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Gray Davis was it? Gray Davis, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never trust a man with two last names <laughs> and no yeah. first name. What is he trying to hide? <laughs> well, my theory is you should never trust a man with a color in his name. Oh, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> I'd like to recall that statement. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's one, I, I think there's very little chance. And I think we're going to see a massive yeah. groundswell. Like, I think this thing is really looking at, I'm going to say 70 30, max maybe 60 40. And getting trounced yeah. by 20 points in a national yeah. referendum is. It's just yeah. not going to happen. Now, it, it will cost money to fight that. And I know. it's resources that could have been put somewhere else. And he's going to have to take time. And well, he's going to have to... Yeah, exactly. And, and don't you think this is um, uh, it related in, in many ways to uh, the effort to... The, there was a, um, uh, a... Which we call it a uh, prop for splitting California into three, two if states. you recall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> two yeah, or yeah, three, three yeah. states, yeah. Um, was it two or three? I can't remember. Anyway, you know what? Um, which, by I the way, was, was was with a little bit of digging. They found that the the uh, um, the fund, the guy who was sort of the main backer, was actually had very strong ties to Russia. Strangely enough, oddly enough, mm. told me there was an oligarch who was really trying to distract Americans from the real problems that they have. Go figure. Um, I know. Which is well, and you know tying it all the way back, right? Because I think, you know, California is seen as, you know, by many Republicans as the home of the resistance, right? So if they can topple the governor of the home of the resistance, then, you know, we can do anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I just- Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, even, you know, uh, Becella's, um, uh, uh, the resistance to him being HHS secretary yes. was that he yes. came from California. There was, that was it, that was the whole thing. <laughs> You know, so tell me, Xavier, um, you know, Becerra, um, you're trying to lead a department which you filed hundreds of lawsuits to get. What makes you qualified for that? Um, <laughs> Scott Pruitt? <laughs> I know where the bodies are buried. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, but I mean, but it, it just amazed me that, you know, that was the call on the Republicans as they were questioning, um, you know, the attorney general of California when Scott Pruitt, who was the attorney general of, ooh, I want to say Oklahoma. Um, when he was tapped to lead the EPA, oh, yeah. an agency that he had sued multiple times. Yes. Um, in fact, I think he described it as, and I was just reading a quote from this, he described his day as, I wake up, I go into the office, I sue the EPA, and I go home. <laughs> that's um, right. That was on one of his campaign speeches. Like, that's that's how he described himself. Uh, um, what a joy. 
you know, it is, it is, it is. But I, I, I think it goes to something you said, Seb, where I think the idea of rapid response and rapid digging um, is actually helping the Democratic Party, and I think is helping democracy in and of itself. Because I think, you know, there was a time where you could say, "Oh, well, oh I never yeah. said that," and you know, people would have to run around and try to find, you know, a recording of what you did or a newspaper clipping. And now it's just right. like, "I never said that." Actually, um, you know, our AI did the research, and yes, you did. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, actually, that's a really good point. AI systems would be great for uh, real-time fact-checking. I, I, I think what happens is when you have somebody who lies as consistently um, and as voluminously as the Democrat, as the Republican Party, um, I, I think you, you almost kind of have to... Yeah. Well, you know, if, if we don't need AI, here's the thing. We should just assume that everything the Republican Party says is false until it's proven true, which I think is that's actually right. a smarter move. Right. I, I just I, I need you to prove that this is a fact as a poo as opposed to me. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Because I know you said two plus two is four. Exactly right. <laughs> I've been knowing your Republican Party. <laughs> I've been seeing you for a while. <laughs> True indeed. True indeed. What time do we start up? I don't even know what time we started up. I feel like we're at that. Uh, you got like 10 minutes. You got, we got like 10, 10 minutes. All right. Well, well, you know what? I know I've hit you with a couple of questions. Um, is there anything you would want to uh, either hit me with or something that is on your mind, so? Hmm. Um, I always go blank when, when you do that. I know, <laughs> which is why I continue to do it. And actually, that just shows the people that this is really live. Like, we really don't it's have really a script. Live. We truly we're don't know people. what we're doing, people. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I, I would oh. say this, as you think about something, I'm going to give you some time. You don't go blank, Seb, as much as you have so much circling in your brain that it's kind of like, um, you know, it's kind of like that game of musical chairs, right? When the music stops, it's like, okay, <laughs> if there's not a thought that's right in the foreground, you kind of have to go through. But that's I mean, true. I mean, it, it, there's also just the time dilation effect. Like, even when we do this one week apart, I have a hard time remembering what's happened in the, the previous week because, yeah, yeah. because things happen a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, have you tried out Clubhouse? <laughs> <laughs> I have not. What is Clubhouse? Oh, it's just another startup. It's kind of dumb, actually. It's uh, essentially iOS-based party lines. It's like a bunch of people wow, we're going back on, on a on a chat line. It's really weird. We're going back to that. What is old is new again, Seb. It is. I mean, for those of it us is. who are of a certain age and have a certain amount of seasoning, um, and I mean, you even put it in your description. Like we understand what a party line was. Now, I was never rich enough to afford a party line, and. Um, I here's the thing, and this is where advertising actually will help you. Um, I remember I was going to call a party line one time when I was in high school, right? And then they said, oh, it costs X number of dollars per minute. And I remember thinking to myself, <laughs> my father will literally end my life if he sees this on the phone bill. <laughs> like, there's no way I can hide this. I mean, because at the time, you know, I didn't have a personal cell phone or, you know, there's no, there was nothing like that. And I definitely did not have my own personal line in the house. Right. No. So I just I just remember wistfully like looking at the commercials. Um, <laughs> I remember the commercials sort of intimidating long I thought, after what I should have been I in ever, bed. Right. <laughs> what would I ever do on that? It was, that was my thought. 
know. Um, oh, and then the yeah. Oh, the the other thing I was going to say um, is uh, the um, state DC statehood is being debated. Um, there's actually a, a bill before the House. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's interesting to watch because, um, for one thing, you've got <laughs> the, the Heritage Foundation saying uh, that it's um, that the residents of D.C. already have an influence over members of Congress because they see their lawn signs on the way to work. <laughs> I shit you not. That's this argument for why D.C. should not be a state. Um also, the that's, a congressman from one of the Dakotas, I think mm -hmm. maybe a senator from the one of the Dakotas, saying mm -hmm. uh, the founders never intended D.C. to be a state, which is funny coming from a senator from a state that was never intended to be a state. That, so let me get this straight. A senator, let's just say it again for the fan. A senator from a state that did not exist when the that's Constitution correct. was created is and, saying and that another state through. should not exist was jammed through in yeah. in uh in sort of against all of the norms of oh, tell, um, tell of, the story about how the dakota territory became two states seb <laughs> yeah i don't know the details but i know it was there was a, a rush to get a bunch of states um mm -hmm. ratified um by the republicans um, in that? order to gain a bunch of seats and uh and incredibly i mean there were there were editorial cartoons from the time saying there's like five people in dakotas like why mm -hmm. are you doing this essentially mm -hmm. like it was really apparent at the time what the play was and for them to to you know feign that this is you know somehow outraged that oh the democrats are just doing this to try to get another two seats it's just like uh yeah so <laughs> it's called representation you dork well, I mean, you know, the, and but I think, and and you know, in these last couple of minutes, maybe it's something we, we transition to the other one. But I think it's important for the fan to understand that this happened numerous times. It numerous happened times. in Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. It happened yes. in Utah. It happened in the Dakota right. Territory. It happened in Idaho. There's a reason why the states west of the Mississippi are so fucking big, because yes. there needed to be, I think, a pop. I think the idea was that there needed to be a certain population level. Before a state could petition, before a territory could petition to be a state. That's right. Right. That's right. And it, I mean, you know, those were rigged rules too. I mean, the whole thing was always uh, just a, a a political game. There was never any seriousness behind it at all. No. It was all just like you know who's got the the juice to get it done, basically. There you go. Yeah. If, if so, this is going to help us. I think we should have two states. Well, this is going to hurt us. I think it should definitely be only one state. Yes. Right. You know, That's right. And and if I'm if I'm remembering the math, um, I think it was maybe after the Civil War that the Dakota Territory yeah. was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So That's right. At, at, you know, at, I, at, I saw Deadwood. I know how. That was. <laughs> but but I think that's also critical to know and understand there's how these so things happen, swearing. right? I know, right? It's really a. <laughs> it's, they were quite salty back in the day. Very. Um, but it's the idea that you know there used to be this compromise, right? That states would only be admitted to the union. Um, in pairs, right? You know, a non-slaveholding right. state, a slaveholding state, a non-slaveholding. And so it's amazing that afterward, um, when you no longer had that civil war need or compromise that there were, now there was just like you mentioned, the idea of, well, we just need more people on our side. And these people will yeah. tend to vote like us. Therefore, they should definitely get four senators instead of- That's two. right. That's right. Interesting. Bald-faced. <laughs> well, you know, Sam, I'm really Shameless. proud of us. <laughs> Because we've covered a whole lot. We covered Deb Hammond. We have. 
we've covered um, Sidney Powell. We've gone into history. We've talked about the Dakota Territory. Give me another podcast that is referring to the Dakota Territory. I, I'll right. wait. <laughs> Let me go listen to a bunch and then come back. Exactly. I'm sure. Right. Of course, you realize with the internet, like, I'm sure there's a podcast out there called the Dakota Podcast oh, yeah. that, yeah. that talks nothing about <laughs> anything else except the Dakota Territory. Probably. Um, you know, he, that person definitely serves their fan well. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works, right? Every podcast has one listener. I think so. At a minimum yeah. of one, right? Um, oh, it's a minimum. One. See, I thought it was yeah. just easily <laughs> restricted to just one. Who's listening? Well, the that ether. <laughs> The ether's listening. That's right. Well, it's this is all recording things for educating the future AIs that rule the Indeed. Uh, yeah, we just got to put keywords sphere. out there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Steph, I didn't realize. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, I truly, you know, enjoy a friendship, but I don't realize how much I miss these podcasts until mm, we actually likewise. do them. Right? It's yep. and I yeah, think especially I, when we have to skip. Yes. Yeah, and then, you're right. There does feel like, you know, kind of like a Yoda disturbance in the force if we miss <laughs> one. I mean, we can recover. I mean, we do other things, you know, you and I have lives, but it's like, mm, you know, it's, you know what it feels like, son? Allegedly, like, Darius, we have allegedly. lives. Allegedly. Okay. We claim to have lives. But I feel like when we miss a podcast, it's kind of like a missing tooth, right? You know, and you kind of run your right, tongue right, right. over that area. And it's like, oh, right. there's supposed to be something there. That's how I feel like. That's, by the way, something. that's uh, the, the term is to worry the space with your tongue. It's mm. like... So a nice use. It's a, a verbization of that. <laughs> that that feels like it just came right out of the twenties. Like it is, I'm sure. To worry the space. Wor yeah, worrying it with your tongue. Okay. Like a loose tooth or a gap or whatever. Okay. Oh, not W O. Like not worrying. Like worrying. Like W E R R something. Nope. W O R R Y. Okay. Man, I'll tell you what. Again, I, I don't know why we're not charging for this because people are just getting <laughs> hand over fist knowledge that they can that they can use at the next party trick to make them. <laughs> no. You should use the words from this podcast to make yourself more popular at parties. <laughs> we, we give you words. <laughs>